Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts in Twine podcast. Today, listeners, I've got a fabulous guest. Her name is Estelle Kiba. She is the founder or co-founder, I should say, of Mums in Business. And she's also a well-known keynote speaker. So welcome, Estelle. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. And today, Estelle and I have been talking a little bit off air around the the pitfalls and, and the the actual upside of online dating and we just thought it'd be a great conversation to actually share with the listeners today so before we get stuck into that Estelle can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your own background? Yeah of course so um, like you mentioned I am co-founder of Mums in Business Association which is a community that helps women to connect online and offline to grow their business And we started Mums in Business Association um, a couple of years ago now when I was a single mum to my two boys. I had been in a long-term relationship with their dad. And when we separated, um, I literally had nothing at all. Um, I had no benefits um, to the point um, where I had to use food banks. So my life really took um, a turn for the worst when I left um, my volatile relationship. And it was then that I decided that I needed to find a job that was flexible and fitted in around me being a mum to the boys. And so I set up my own wedding photography business, um, which then made me realise that, you know, being self-employed is is really difficult. You know, you're at home by yourself a lot of the time. There's no other people in your team. Um, And so we created Mums in Business, which has now given me opportunities like beyond my wildest dreams. We have networking events in over 200 locations around the world, which means women get to go and connect, take their children. We've helped 120 women become number one best-selling female authors. We've had 16 number one best-selling books. Um, I'm flown around the world to speak about Instagram. Um, so it's been an absolute crazy journey in the last two years, um, but things are on the up and I'm really excited to be able to share my journey and my story with as many people as I can and, you know, hopefully inspire them to, you know, keep pushing through the hard times. Excellent. Well, that, that's wonderful. I'm really, really happy you shared that, Estelle, because, uh, you know, that's that don't we sometimes think when we're going through challenging moments that you know what (laughs) you're going to stay there forever but it's always only temporary isn't it there's always going to be a silver lining at the end of the day yeah there is and and that's the rational side of things you know we all know that rationally we're going to go go through hard times and come out the other side but once you're in that situation it can be really daunting and you can feel overwhelmed and you know think that this is going to last forever and that's why it's so important for me, you know, to share my journey and be really real with people um, so that they can see that there is a way forward. So I left a violent relationship. I was a single mum, relying on food banks. And, you know, to go from that to where I am now, to be able to be at home with my boys um, is, is huge for me. And if I can do it, then anybody can do it. And that's 
um, what's really important is just, you know, to show people that anything is possible. you just got to keep going. Absolutely. I think especially as women, it's, it's important to stress that you're not on your own. You know, if you are facing similar challenges, you're not on your own. And it's lovely to give somebody hope that they can actually overcome a similar situation, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And that's what our um, our Facebook community is all about. We've grown to 52,000 women now within the main Facebook community. And the whole point of that community is not just for business and, you know, to grow your network. It's to connect with other women who are going through exactly the same things. Because unless we talk about them, people aren't aware. They think they're going through these things um, by themselves. And I know, like, for me, like you discussed at the beginning, internet dating was something that I felt a little bit embarrassed about to start with mm. until I actually started talking about it and realising how many other women that were very much like me were going through the same things. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing your your background and your success story around how you've turned things around for yourself. Obviously, w- what topic we've decided to discuss today is very much fitting in with our themes of love, dating and relationships. So first of all, can you tell me what challenges you faced initially when you started online dating? Okay, so I had no idea where to start. That was the first thing. Um, My friends were encouraging me to go um, onto dating sites. I didn't really know, you know, if I was ready. I'd been separated um, for a long time, hadn't really been on the dating scene. Um, and obviously had no idea. I'd never used internet dating before because when I'd met the kids dad, you know, internet dating wasn't really a big thing then. Um, and we met through mutual friends. So it was really daunting um, to start the process. And there are lots of different dating apps and websites out there. And I did go through a few because um, I just couldn't seem to find something that fit well with me. Um, it was quite a weird one because um, can we mention the different dating apps? No. <laughs> right. Okay. So there was a certain dating app that um, I found was very much for more sexual hookups. Yes. So if you were looking for somebody um, to go out and have some fun with on a casual basis, um, then that would be a good app. But for me, when I went onto that app, I was like blown away. I was like, oh my God, these people are messaging me, asking me what color my knickers are and, you know, all these random things. Mm. And it just was not for me. And if that put me off massively to start with, and I thought, oh my God, everything is going to be like this. They're all just creepy guys that, you know, want things from me that I don't really want to give. Um, so I, I came off the app and it was a little while before I tried something else. Um, I went onto another app that, again, I just didn't feel was right for me. Um, and it took a while for me to actually really get involved in, like, even though I was on the app, I wasn't really actively looking for a date because I was still very standoffish um, and, I, you know, very cautious as to and even going on a date. Like, mm. as many people will know if you're, you know, you've been in a relationship for a long time, it's, it's really scary going back into that environment of dating so I was very wary about that in the first place um but eventually um I did actually go on a date um with a guy who I thought was um was great at the time so what actually happened there because I know that um you know through our previous off-air discussions that you had some daunting shall we say experiences that I think would be 
uh, helpful to share with listeners as well as the upsides which we'll discuss later on yeah of course so um as many people will know that once you start going on these dating apps and you're getting responses from people it's really nice you know if you've not been out and about so for me the reason i was using a dating app was because i'm super busy doing my job um what time i'm not doing my job i'm spending with my kids so there wasn't the opportunities for me to go out and mix with um the opposite sex so when i started obviously getting these messages i think people need to be aware that you know when people start paying you attention it does feel good and that's not a bad thing for you to you know accept these compliments but what is important is to bear in mind that you know not everyone is as they may seem so i met um i won't mention their name but i met a person online who i ended up having um a two to i don't know probably like two and a half month relationship with mm. um i was traveling down to see him he was based in london um i was here in the uk in leicester and to be honest everything was amazing you know he was successful um also i thought so he let me think um, we went to nice places. He took me to meet his family. Um, but just little things started, you know, not sitting right with me. And I think this is one of the things that I really want to, you know, stress to people. If something doesn't feel right, you're, you've got a reason to feel like that. It usually comes from somewhere. So when I started to have my doubts about is everything this person is telling me is true, they kind of flipped reversed it. And they were like, well, why don't you trust me? And this is why I've not been in relationships because, you know, and, and it was really a case of, wow, you know, I was, I'd gone into internet dating, um, a very strong, independent, um, outspoken woman. And all of a sudden I was being made to feel like I was attacking him, which I knew I wasn't, but in, in the back of my mind, he was making me think, you know, actually, am I wrong? Am I just being overprotective of myself? Um, and the, the thing is as well, there were people on the outside um, that saw the signs. Yeah. So I had friends and I had um, my sister telling me, you know, it, this is all moving very fast. Um, and this was very much on his part. So that's another thing to think about. If you meet somebody and, you know, they're going at a lot faster pace than you are ready to be going within that relationship, um, you know, don't feel bad to say, you know, this is not right for me. I want to like take a step back because at the time I felt like, I was just all consumed, you know, he was like, all of a sudden, he he had become a massive part in my life. Mm. And I didn't understand how it, it just happened. So um, what were those, sorry to interrupt still, what, what were those signs or red flags that either, you know, your external friends or family saw and you, you know, you felt obviously intuitively uncomfortable about? Well, um, now don't laugh, because this is something now looking back that I feel like, how did I fall for this? But what you have to understand is some people are very manipulative and you don't see it. When you're involved mm. and you like somebody, you don't want to see those bad signs. So um, this guy told me that he had written songs for Paolo Natini and many of the big name artists. Mm. Um, he had invented some sort of petrol pump that Tesco now used. Now that sounds absolutely... <laughs> freaking out of the world doesn't it like oh like really like invented a like special petrol pump but he even took me to the offices of where he worked um so 
but from the outside my friends and family were like wow this is all a little bit you know way out there all mm. of a sudden you know you've, you've met this guy and he's super professional and he took me to see this huge multi-million pound house that he was in like the process of looking at buying um and it was just all seemed too good to be true and as we all know when things seem to be too good to be true they do tend to be and i couldn't see it because i was so involved but other people were seeing it and they were trying to advise me you know be very careful um by this point he had kind of manipulated me into lending him money um, I was paying for a lot of the things when we were going out, which considering this person was supposed to be really successful and a songwriter, it was um, it was a little bit weird. Mm. So, but it, it, it's very hard. Like, and I know people who have been in abusive relationships will understand um, that when you're involved, it's very hard to see, you know, the the things that are very clear to other people. Yeah, you're usually too close to it, aren't you? And, um, you know, I suppose you want you don't want to feel like you've made a mistake either. You know, there's a bit of pride there, isn't there? Yeah, of course. And, and it was huge for me because, like, I hadn't been on a date. I hadn't, you know, had a long-term partner since the kid's um, dad. So it was, like you say, a little bit of pride as well. Um, but it got to a point where I just had to accept it to myself um, that this guy was a fraud um, and that he wasn't the person that I thought he was. So what brought things to a head then, Estelle? Um, it was actually, so for anybody that is listening to this, has been to the, the book launch I'm going to talk about, you will like be mind blown that I managed to get through the day. Um, but it was actually at the launch of one of our books, the morning um, we were about to go to Nottingham to set up the book launch. Um, I'd had like a discussion with the guy a few days before and said, you know, I'm moving house over the weekend. The money that I lent you, I'm going to need back. Um, which he'd said, yep, that was fine. But then it was like excuse after excuse after excuse as to why he couldn't give me the money back. Um, and again, lots of like really emotionally blackmailing kind of ways, you know, like, oh, I will get the money back from my mum. She doesn't have a lot of money, but I know that she will give it to me um, because she really liked you and she wouldn't want you to be out of pocket. You know, it was, again, very manipulative, and this had all been triggered because I've confronted him and said, you know, like, I don't believe certain things that you're saying. And he reacted in a, a very volatile way and tried to make me feel like I was the one attacking him mm. when, you know, he was super defensive. And it was at that point I realized, you know, this is this is definitely not what I want. Um, and I just wanted to like a clean break. I just like said, you know, you've got until the end of the week. I'm moving house. I need the money for the deposit. Um, so we'll leave it at that and I will speak to you on Friday and Friday morning came and I'm running around trying to sort the kids out and we've got a book launch happening in Nottingham and that morning I've texted him and said you know I can't see any money in the bank what's happening and he blocked me on every social media that I could contact him on um, which obviously at that point I kind of realized that I wouldn't be getting the money back that he owed me and that he obviously was definitely not the person um, mm. that I thought he was and to be honest this will make you all giggle but um, so Leona and I tracked down his ex-wife um, to see if he really was the person that we thought he was and it turned out that he is a huge compulsive liar um, that this has been going on for a long time and his ex-wife was not shocked at all by what we were telling her. 
Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so in, on the back of that sort of experience, which I know is not a one off, you know, for women that are using online dating sites and apps, um, what advice would you give to sort of um, women that are contemplating dating online around keeping themselves safe? OK, so the first thing is online dating is amazing it like the internet gives you so many opportunities um you would be crazy not to take them so first of all if you're one of those people that are thinking about internet dating i would say wholeheartedly go for it you know like end of the story i met the love of my life which we will talk about in a little while but you know not everyone online um dating is an asshole can i swear is that a swear word <laughs> can we okay. delete it if not i'm sorry <laughs> But yeah, not everybody is that kind of person. So that would be the first thing, you know, go for it um, because it could end really, really well. Um, with regards to keeping yourself safe, listen to the people that are around you. Um, the people that are your friends in your family, um, they love and they care for you and they want the best for you. So, you know, when a friend is saying, you know, be careful, you know, I thought that people were maybe not jealous, but, you know, they were just being too cautious for my liking mm. um, and I think it's important for you to remember that these people care about you so you know if it's more than one person maybe you know everyone has a conflict of interest maybe your friend might not like them but if it's multiple friends and family members and you know teammates that know what's going on if more than one person is saying you know red flags and listen to what they're saying or at least you know step back and evaluate the situation because I, I literally changed into a different person um, in the space of a week. After spending one weekend, um, I, it was like I was literally brainwashed. So do listen when people around you are, you know, saying take care because they're saying it from a really good place. And the other thing is, you know, just be aware. If something seems too good to be true, um, then look into it. There is nothing wrong with you know and i'm saying this uh, background check but you know there's nothing wrong with going and checking out their social media if you know who they are go and have a look who their friends are this is what they say you know follow through on their social media or those sort of things it's not stalking it is making sure you are getting involved with the person that you feel you're getting involved with so just be wary that there are people out there and you know especially when it comes to money people are very manipulative now i wouldn't just go and give money to anybody i'm the kindest most generous person but i wouldn't just go giving out cash and it seemed that i did this guy got inside my head so in, in a way that was just i'd never known and it was as if it was oh that's fine yeah of course i can lend you this and you know i wouldn't do that to somebody i'd only known a week so why why do it to somebody that you've met online absolutely so those are just like a few of the tips that I would give. Um, but online dating can, can, can be brilliant as well. So, you know, it's not all pitfalls and sadness and crazy ass people. Um, there are some genuinely really nice people out there. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll just go on to speak about that in a second. But I just want to thank you very much, Estelle, for sharing that because quite often I'm sure there's quite a lot of men and women that have been scammed by another partner through an online dating site and they're usually just too ashamed or humiliated to speak up about it aren't they so thank you so much for sharing that yeah, definitely um, and that's the reason why I feel it's really important like of course I was embarrassed yes I felt ashamed 
Um, but I now know, you know, that it wasn't my fault. It, mm. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my bad. It was theirs. It's a reflection of them. I went into something um, wholeheartedly from a place of love. Um, so I wasn't, maybe I was a little naive, um, but that's all that I was. I had nothing to feel ashamed about. And if you are one of those people <clears throat> that has, like, you know, had a bad experience online, um, there are people you can talk to. You can contact the, um, the app. You can contact them through their helpline. Um, if you've been scammed of money, um, you can contact the police. If you've got a paper trail, if you have proof of messages, you know, all of those things um, will help in making sure that these people don't go on to do it any further. Because literally, um, days after um, I outed this guy and, and find out like all these things about him, he was back on the dating app the next day. And mm. I was more I was more annoyed at the fact that he was going to do this to somebody else. Mm. And that is what fired me up to say, you know what, I'm gonna talk about this because mm. you guys are out there thinking, that that's okay to behave like that. I'm going to educate women and make them aware. You know, just be be careful. Don't don't hand over cash to people that you know. And they will give you some of the craziest reasons, the craziest. So you know, just be aware of what's going on, but don't feel ashamed if this has happened to you. I absolutely 100% agree with that because I think that's what these scammers rely on. They rely on the per the other person that's been manipulating that that's handed over the cash to not speak up because they do feel stupid and ashamed and humiliated by it all. Yeah, definitely. I think that is, it's like any person that's gone through abuse. You know, your perpetrator knows if you're feeling ashamed, you're not going to talk about it. They're going to get away with it. So it's really important for women and men to stand up, speak about it and report it. Definitely. 100%. So moving on from those uh, bad experiences that uh, I'm sure, you know, uh, a lot of people are going to be grateful that you've shared and um, have been genuinely uh, vulnerable and sharing that with us, Estelle, what was the upside and the, the, the positive outcome to your online dating experience? Okay, so after the goddamn awful experience of meeting that horrid person um i actually thought that's it you know i am not doing online dating anymore um i was just getting messages from people that i wasn't really into dating um, and i was ready to give up but then i spotted this cute guy and i thought oh he looks so nice i'm gonna drop him a message um so i did and we went for our first date on the first of february 2019 and since then, we have pretty much been inseparable. Um, Chris asked me to marry him not long after we met. And we are now getting married in May. And we're buying a house together. We are super, super happy and excited. Um, our kids have blended really well together. We've now got a family of six. Um, so, yeah, it, there has been a happy ending um, and that's all thanks to, to the dating app that we met on. So what would you say was the um, defining thing that made you sort of give it another go, if you like, and sort of uh, end up risking, I suppose? <laughs> uh, um, I think it was because I knew that, let's think about this rationally, 
Um, you're going to meet people that are not very nice in every walk of life, whether you're in the workplace, um, whether you're out in the, you know, just the wide world. There are going to be people that are not very nice. That doesn't mean that you should shut yourself off from everyone. So, you know, if you go into a shop and an assistant is rude to you, um, it doesn't stop you going shopping anywhere else. So um, I think that was what it was. I had a kind of rational chat with myself and thought, you know, not everybody is going to be like this. Um, you know, you, you could be wasting an opportunity of finding someone um, really nice, but, you know, you're never going to know if you don't try. So that was um, what pushed me on through um, to staying on there. Excellent. So would you say that there was any trust issues initially that you needed to overcome or, or were you just happy to sort of still open your heart and, uh, you know, uh, just put it, chalk up your previous experience to, you know, uh, to just that, a previous bad experience? No, I was very closed off um, when we met. Um, but I explained to um, to Chris um, about what had happened prior. So he was aware um, and he he said from day one when we met, he was like, I'm going to marry you. And I was like, hell no, you're not. Um, <laughs> and it, he knew, he knew I was going to be a challenge and he knew that um, I wasn't just going to let my guard down easily. And he was okay with that. And he said, you know, I'm glad that you're like that because, you know, it, I'm going to prove to you that I'm different. And it did take a little bit of time and I was probably a little bit cold hearted and hard towards him. I made him work for it at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that I did. And, you know, I'm working on it still now. It's, it's a trust issue, I guess, that, you know, it makes you realise that people are not always what, what they may, may be online. And I think this is the same. It's not just necessarily dating. I think it's anything online. People can be whoever they want to be. Um, so in any sort of aspect of meeting people online, you just need to, you know, have your wits about you. But don't judge everyone um, by, by someone else's standards. Excellent advice, Estelle. Thank you so much. So if our listeners want to get in touch with you to find out more about what you do and uh, maybe uh, get involved in Mums in Business, uh, what, what is the best contact information you can share with them? Okay, so you can find the Facebook group um, Mums in Business Association if you just search that. But if you wanted to connect with me directly, you're probably best to go to my Instagram, which is Estelle Kieber Official. Excellent. And for any other social media contacts, I'll make sure as always that the listeners have got all your contact information contained within our show notes. So um, on that note, Estelle, I'm going to wrap up this episode and thank you once again for being so um, open to sharing your story. And uh, I think it's going to be hugely beneficial to listeners to um, hear your experience and, and know that there is light at the end of the tunnel even after that horrible experience yeah my pleasure thank you so much for having me on lynn you're very welcome so as always listeners i like to share at the end that true love starts with opening our hearts and i know that with estelle you know it probably took a little bit longer to get there but you know what at the end of the day she's getting married in may <laughs> so there is always so the <laughs> there is always the upside Thank you again and thank you listeners for listening. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn 
at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.